Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. It's the Luca Pichot. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Mr. Lukey Moore. We've got loads of... Um, uh, operation uh, emails to uh, get through once again. Well, we've got one, at least, anyway. We've got one. Is loads one? Is one loads? <sighs> I mean, if you're not fancying it, <laughs> yeah. it is too many. Feels too it? many, yeah. yeah. Feels too many. Um, it's nice to see you again, Peter. It's all right. How are you? Yeah. What's, what's new? <laughs> Just, uh, what's popping? But that's the thing in small talk chat again. We were talking about this and making you <sighs> better at small talk, and I've just said, how are you? And you just went, Yeah. <laughs> You're not doing that to people you don't know, are you? No, I just, I, yeah, I, I don't really talk to many people anymore. You just head down. I, I've, I've, um, I drove past my neighbour who had a big axe and he was hacking something uh, into bits. What you didn't and get I involved? Shouted, oh, Darian, not so custody for a while. What are you doing over there? Nice, it's a little joke. That's good stuff. And I was like, good small talk. What did he say? He went fuck off and chased me. <laughs> chased me. Yeah, chucked the big axe. It was it, a big old axe. Um, so you've driven past your neighbour, Damon, the guy who makes you rum. Yes, he makes, he you makes rum. everyone rum. Yeah, well, no, but you, you're yeah. part of that, aren't you? I'm yeah. part of the rum-consuming community. Yeah, yeah. You're part of the local community. <laughs> and um, you've shouted a joke at him through the car window. Yeah, that's confidence. That's that confidence. confidence. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Proper proper builder stuff, that. Did you say it right? Did you deliver it? Were you happy with it? Yeah, happy with delivery, it? yeah. All, all kind of worked. Um, window down? I mean, to be honest, I was getting it back because everyone was laughing at me because I fell, uh, fell on my bum. Uh, walking the dogs in the what? muddiest day of the, of the year yesterday. What, in front of everyone? Uh, no, I, I, but I did that kind of like, ha 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 ha, ha ha, that's funny, isn't it? And even though nobody saw, and then I was just covered, so muddy, covered head to toe in mud. Is that so, so silly? If you take a tumble in public, yeah. And by the way, I think this Damien bit of banter is great development for you. So mm, well done, thanks. Um, thanks. But this, 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 this idea that if you fall over in public or you stumble, mm. is that your instinct to kind of laugh at yourself? Mm, that's yeah. what I do as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think if you look like annoyed or blame something else it looks you look like a penis i think if you the only two ways of doing it you can't go damn it you either stare down pretend to be hurt <laughs> pretend to be really yeah hurt. and how far would you take that three minutes operating table yeah <laughs> um yeah just pretend you're knocked out then that's a real that's a real people feel sorry for you then um or you laugh and yeah. that, but you know, it's not ideal. You've still fallen over. I've got two things on that, but it's not. But, it, but the thing is, it's not that much of a big deal, is it? Who no. cares? No one cares. Actually, no. people aren't going to remember. But My partner two... cares. She thinks it's the hilariousest yeah, that... things. But that's her role. Like her, her. If you said like, what's your, what's her favorite thing she laughs at? It's just me falling over. 
Yeah, she's a big Laurel and Hardy big fan. Lauren, she? No, she's no big me falling over fan. I've got two. Um, I've got two stories on that note. One is I told you about this before. I think it's a guy I used to go to school with called Brian Snowden. Mm. Now I'm going to name check him because I've got no go idea what then. he's doing now. Go on then, mate. Yeah, and um, I'd love him to get in touch. But he, we played. For, we were playing for the school football team. Right. We were having a really good season, and um, oh, must have been year ten, maybe the year ten football team. Mm. So just the year before we 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 did our GCSEs. And um, we had this game against uh, Bay House, which is a big rivalry school just mm. down the road. And um, we were, I think we were, we were drawing or we were winning, and then we ended up getting a draw or a defeat because Brian, big highball come over. And you know when you're like 14 or 15, generally in the grand scheme of things, none of you are that good at football, right? Mm. We had some good players, but like that, not, no one's really that good. It's a big leveller, isn't it? The big highball. Yeah. And um, he miscontrolled it. Let the striker in. The striker went round the keeper and scored him. I think we ended up losing the game. He just hit the deck. Right. Right? Like, as in, oh, it's not my fault. I've actually really hurt myself. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he pretended that he'd, like, really badly hurt his ankle. Mm. But I was, like, right next to him when it happened. And nothing happened. No. I've done that before, but but, but I have actually hurt my ankle. But I had to pretend that I didn't hurt it as much as it actually hurt. Right. Because it looked like I was taking, you know, taking a dive. But he took it to the extreme where, like, every day, he would like complain a month, about you know, it. No, he'd come in on crutches. <laughs> he'd, 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 he'd be on crutches. Uh, and, and then where did he get the crutches from, though? Because you only get those if you've been seriously well, hurt. He, his mum probably had him at home or something. You reckon? Yeah, probably. No, no he wasn't hurt. And but, it sounds like he was hurt. Because where would he get crutches from? I admired <laughs> that he just took it through yeah. the, to the extreme. It's almost like. Um, Outsider art after a while. It isn't is. It? Yeah. But you know that like when you used to fake to your mum that you were sick so you couldn't go to school? Mm. By when you're that young, by midday it's wearing thin, isn't it? You think, oh, I wish I'd gone to school. I'm fucking bored here. Yeah. I can't do anything. Mm. I'm stuck in bed. That's like when I gave myself, um, I went to the hospital because um, I, I wanted to get back in the hospital because um, cause I was in the hospital for a bit and they just installed a new like ball pool. I loved ball pools. When yeah. I did. And so I drank loads of um, uh, un- unwatered cordial. Um, and it gave me like it, it would tighten my chest you've never told me before I have yeah I how have old were them. you not 10 what, what were you in that hospital for in the first place asthma, asthma. asthma. And then, so you got discharged but you got discharged just as a new recreational well yeah because I because I spent like for my first two or three years at Christmas and birthdays in hospital right. because of asthma yeah now I mean you wouldn't know because I'm such a hunk these yeah. days. Yeah. I don't look like the uh, like chest issue boy, do I? Ah. Um, tiny little me, pigeon um, chest, pigeon chest man. I don't, that's the one thing I don't have to be yeah, fair. Yeah, I have yeah, got yeah. absolute honkers. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, but but I'd gone through the the sparse. How long were you kind in there for? of like? On that occasion, uh, it was only like, like you'd only be in there for like a week. I would say that's a long time. It's a hospital, long time, though. but you're a baby, and they they, they look after you, don't they? Because they're, they're worried about you. But you can't but, have been um, a baby. You can't have been a baby then. No, no. But when I was a kid, I, yeah. I, I was in and out. Anyway, um, but I'd gone through like quite sparse, you know, nothing to do quite kind austere, of ward. quite austere, an austere, yeah, hospital austere environment. Hospital environment. Yeah. And then the last time I visited for a couple of days, um, they'd installed a ball pool and like an amazing new yeah. little kind of like thing where loads of toys and video on games the children's and stuff on the children's ward. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, that's not fair. Nah. I want to go and play in the ball pool. So yeah. I... Um, Chopped your hand off. No, I, I, I drank the cordial and made my chest very tight um, <laughs> and said, ma'am, I'm not really... So they took us to hospital and I stayed in for a couple of days. But again... It, it, but, you, do your parents know that you did that now? 
I don't think they do. They do now. They do now. They don't. They, don't. they still don't. <laughs> um, but I remember on the first day, I jumped in the ball pool and I had um, like a cannula in my hand. Yeah. Um, and I hit it really hard and it really ached for ages. Yeah. And I thought I'd done some real damage to my veins yeah. on, on the ball pool. So I was like, look, that, that's, that is very much the universe giving me one back there. So I'm tempted to say that you were a drain on NHS resources then. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But that's, one, that's absolutely fine. But one, the NHS... I, pay, I paid my taxes probably well. <laughs> Probably well funded by that back then. Yeah. Secondly, I think that you've earned the right to have a little stint in the ball pool. Yeah, Did, but they, I think presumably so. they didn't just say you can go in there whenever you want. Yeah, I found myself in there. I'm, I mean, I, I think I used to. That's not the same thing. <laughs> they left it unlocked. Um, yeah. yeah. Imagine that. Just kind of imagine, but imagine making yourself ill with cordial. Just so you can get Brad. Well, I don't need to imagine it. You've well, done, done it. it. Yeah. And and will the I'll other... tell you exactly what it's like. Can you play with the other kids, or are they too fragile because they're sick? Or yeah, I would think I was pretty much alone in there, to be honest. But yeah, the cannula really. Can I... I have to think about cannulas quite a lot now. Can it's I like, just? Can horrible. I just check one more thing? Hmm. Did this definitely happen? What do you mean? Because <laughs> it sounds like it's a dream. No, it definitely happened. I, I I don't know. I don't think I stayed there in there very long. It was only a couple of days, I think, because um, they found out there was nothing wrong with me. When my son was, <laughs> yeah, just just, yeah. just pissed it all out. You've got to listen, um, Dickum. When my um when my son was born, my my wife had a cannula in the top of her hand, mm. and um, for some reason they were amazing in the hospital. I've got nothing but good things to say about them. They were incredible, but they did forget to take the cannula out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah that, uh, that's always the thing that you get discharged, and but. Fine, you get the shows, but they still need to take that out because I can't be walking around with no, like that. It's a big old thing as well. Yeah, it's painful, right? I, I did my arm um, uh, a recent uh, trip to the emergency room, and uh, I couldn't. They, they took it out, and it just started spaffing blood everywhere, yeah. and it was getting every. And I looked like I'd been in a horrible fight. Yeah, um, and the other thing I was just going to say around the old publicly hurting yourself or falling over. Mm. Do you remember when we went to? Um, our friend, our mutual friend Andy, who makes like independent movies, yes, and he made that. He bashed your head on the tube. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't, I'm trying to tell Sorry. the story. You fucking spoil it because you said it loads of times on the show. Have I'm I? helping you. Yeah. But anyway, the worst thing about that was I had to sit on the tube for quite a long time with the people that saw it, and my head was bleeding. Yeah, because so, that's like that's a that's a. It feels like a bigger deal than it is, isn't it? When it's that blood stuff. So for those who out. don't remember, and the head bleeds a lot as mm. well. For those who don't remember, I stumbled on the little raised bobble bits of the platform yeah the thing is supposed to keep you safe yeah and because i'm tall <laughs> yeah i headbutted the roof of the tube carriage must have been some hit well i look like a fucking human piggy bank because the big like horizontal cut across my head <laughs> and and the worst thing about it was i didn't actually we'd had a few bits i didn't actually know it was bleeding right and so i felt it yeah and then this lady was handing me a tissue and so I was hard to hold a tissue to my head, but every single person on the tube carriage had seen me do it, and I was on there for about eight stops. Mm. So it's just it's just mortally embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I didn't need to have stitches or anything like that. But you, know, you can you can you can laugh it off. But if you laugh it off when you've got blood pouring down your head, it looks a bit maniacal, doesn't it? Have you seen that? I, have I mentioned that guy? Um, I've mentioned it on pretty much every podcast I've done. But that guy gets a chair thrown at his head. The, it's Isra- the Israeli um, vlogger, blogger, vlogger. Is it when he's blogger. kicking off in the bar? He's, it's all kicking off in the bar and he gets, he gets one on the edge. I don't know who and, he was, but I've seen yeah, the video. He's, he's yeah. A, yeah, he's a, he's a nightmare man, uh, which makes it better, makes it sweeter. It looks like such an impactful hit as well. Well, he just sort of, like, what, when he opened, but it's not about the hit, it's about um, when he opens the man's clothes. I haven't seen that. I've right. Seen something else. It's a man, he looks like sort of, you know when before Justin Hawkins had like the hair plugs and the teeth and stuff fixed? Like, he looked like, he looks like that. Justin Hawkins looks amazing. He now. looks amazing now. Yeah. And he, uh, and he looks, um, 
and and he's like, uh, I, I didn't know this, but he's like a an anti-trans kind of like uh, anti-walk kind of like reactionary kind of grifter, basically, right, right, right. in Israel. And he um and he gets hit in the head with a chair, <laughs> and it starts to bleed. It's a it's a bad hit. It's a it's a bad chair shot, so to speak. What's but, he done to deserve that? I don't know. He's thinking just he's, 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 he's doing some kind of something in his butt. I mean, he's probably just done something. He's probably just upset someone with things things that he said. Anyway, um, he has a chair at the head, and he sort of. He's so dazed, he falls into a much bigger man, larger man, mm. and his hand accidentally just opens the, <laughs> opens the guy's shirt, revealing a tit. And it is <laughs> the funniest, it is the funniest thing I've seen in ages. I need to and, watch it, it. and it makes it sweeter that I know the guy's a C word. So it's, it's good stuff. And what's the, what's the prognosis on his head? I don't know, but it was it was a bad hit, and blood started coming out. And it, every time I think of um, a man with a head, I always think of a man. <laughs> Hopefully, just, it's well, the, the title is uh, "You Get Hit So Hard You Turn Gay." Because <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the main thing. But it's but it's um, just it's good stuff. Have you seen Pete? Speaking of that, slightly related. You know how obsessed I am with darts. Yes. Have you heard of a dartist slash dart? What's a dart? Player? What's a dartist? He's a dart player. All oh, right. Called okay. uh, Bobby George. No, he's the guy who's it's got the big, the big bad taste mansion with the dartboard stained glass window and Sandro the Spurs player went to his house right it's, okay. it was a meme a few years awful. ago sounds awful he's like he wears big chains right uh, loads of you definitely know if you saw right. him anyway he's an older guy now he's retired of course mm. but when he was playing he was a real character and he used to walk on um, with a crown and a cape on and a staff yeah. like yeah. he was the king yeah. and uh, he's like pro- you know you think of like the aesthetic of darts yeah really gaudy really kind of like bad taste but in like a kind of funny knowing kind of way he's mm. like the epicentre of that mm. And there's an amazing video of him playing and he's got a gold dark shirt on. You know, they wear those particular types of shirts. Mm. It looks a bit like a short sleeve work shirt, but yeah. it's always in really yeah, gaudy yeah. colours. Right. He's wearing one of those and someone steps up and hits a 180 and the guy he's playing and celebrates. So he steps straight up there, hits a 180 back mm. and everyone cheers and he starts celebrating. He goes and gets his darts from the dartboard. As he turns around and walks back, he just pulls a secret flap down of his shirt just reveals his nipple. <laughs> and then puts it back up again and carries on like nothing's happened. Yes. It is an absolutely demented Brilliant. celebration Got a lot of for a darts for player. So we have to share that on yeah. the socials as well. Rory, you have to get on the case with get that. Case uh, with that. Uh, when the rest of this politics talk about stuff that's visual, mm. um, they talk the, about the, a re- the, newsletter. Right. We just talk about the, uh, the Twitter. About the Am I looking at this now? The, this is the, yeah, may as well. Okay. There's, a, there's, a man, there's a man who they're doing some sort of interview. He gets a chin. It's a bad hit. It's a bad hit. But then He's knocked he goes, out there. He knocked out there. He, he leans over, gets a bad hit. <laughs> Why does he do that? I, I just think like he wants to be. He just needs help. He needs help. He's been yeah. hit by the chair. He's doing it deliberately. Surely he, <laughs> he goes straight for the nipple. It it's looks brilliant. like he is. But it, I, the the physical dynamic is a little like it would be like me doing that to you. Even though this guy's really fat, like this guy's quite about the about the height George. of you. It's Bobby George doing the old uh, right. nipple. It's the one eighty. Look. Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing like he looks a bit like a sort of um, a nineteen eighties kind of. Um, <laughs> 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 Why was he making his nipple go up and down like that? I don't know. He just flips it out, mate. He just flips it out. It's, he's brilliant. planned that. That's the, he's planned it. Only beforehand. The way he turns around, he's got a beautiful sort of gold lame shirt on as well. He's an amazing character. I've got a lot of time. I for met, that. I met him. When, I met him when I was about six or seven. Right, my mum was working at Asda's. Right, as you're legally obliged to call them, 
And um, there was like an away day for all the Asda's employees right. up in London, which was mm. really exciting. I was like six or seven years old. I don't think I've been to London before. Maybe I had, but not very often. And um, it was like a big sports day for all the Asda employees. And um, my mum would have been only about 30 then, so she, she was probably involved and my dad was involved and they're doing this stuff. And there was a big thing for the kids as well. And the kids had like um, a load of like um, activities, mm. but they also had like famous people they brought out. Right. And all the famous people were shit. It was like, I mean, I guess they're quite big for the time, but it was like Fatima Whitbread. That's and, pretty big, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. That's as big as it gets. One two, but one of them was Bobby George. Right. And uh, I remember um, getting his autograph, not really knowing who he was, but because he was like a big guy with all this gold jewellery and stuff, he was like a character. And I remember getting um, getting his, um, autobi- uh, no, his, his um, what's it called? Autograph hmm. with my dad. And... Um, he said to me, um, you tell your old man that I'm better than Eric Bristow. <laughs> I just always remember that. It was yeah. always a bit like, have you heard the story of the kid who meets... Because you know Mark Haynes got an amazing story of meeting Roger Moore in an mm. airport. So there's a, have you heard about the kid who meets Joe Pesci? Uh, no. So the kid goes up... Kid, He's about the same age as Macaulay Culkin at the time in Home Alone. Mm. And he goes and he sees Joe Pesci and um, he just wanders up to him as being like quite... A, he's quite an intrepid, kind of curious kid. So he just wanders up to Joe Pesci and like starts talking to him because he's seen him in Home Alone. And uh, he goes, uh, can I have your autograph, please, Joe? And Joe Pesci apparently goes, who's your favourite actor, kid? And uh, and the kid goes, it's you, Joe Pesci. And he goes, that's the right answer. Gives him $100. <laughs> ah, yes. Gives him a $100 bill. That's the right answer, kid. And back then, that would have been worth twice. Why didn't Bobby George give me 100 quid? It's a good point, actually. That's what I'd like to know. Saving it for his shirts. Probably is. Let's have a quick break. If we'll he be... got his nipple out then, would he, be, he would have been... Apparently we're not having um, a break. We're just talking about nipples. Carry on. Well, if he got his nipple out there, he would have been in big trouble. Not in the 80s. Eh, People would have thought fair. it was banter. Jimmy yeah. Savile wasn't large. Well, other darts players were I'm large. telling you now, Bobby, <laughs> yeah, Bobby George getting his nipple out and as the sports day in the 80s is not even making like, tiny ripples in the What pond. if he had a donut? One of Asda's on famous donuts on, his, on the nipple. Mm. I think people would still have written it off as a bit of hijink. <laughs> in the 80s? I don't know, it's just a bit sinister, isn't it? Why are you getting your nipple out, mate? I think you have to do a... You'd have get to his re- house burned down. You'd have to have do a... No, not in the 80s. Not in the do 80s. A, lot, a lot more than you do. I mean... No, but like, not like... It always sends into nonce chat. Um, I think back in the 80s, that was your only retribution, though. You'd smash the windows, you'd burn the house down. That's how you dealt with wrong-uns. But now it's become like an in- a cottage industry. People have become famous on, like, Facebook for being pedo hunters and all that stuff, yeah. don't they? Yeah, and I, think I prefer like the rough justice of a dad and his brother <laughs> burning someone's house down. <laughs> and his brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Come around to buy a power tool. <laughs> ends up having a few cans of tenants. <laughs> burns down the house of a block. They think might, <laughs> might, might be a nonce. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, against the Guardian. I, if anything, I thought it was a lot, it's a lot more permissive back then. I, I remember in the 80s, there was a, a bloke who, mm. was, uh, looking back on it now, was a wrong. I've told you about this before. Right. It was about a road or so away. We lived adjacent to a quite a big, rough council estate. And um, the only real difference between where we lived and where, where that was was that my parents owned their house. Mm. But it was exactly the same, basically the exact same house mm. um, in terms of how it was made. And uh, there was a guy who lived in the council estate bit. It was an old fella. And everyone called him Popeye. Because right. he wore like this old sailor. I guess he was an old Navy veteran. He's wearing this old sailor's head, like smoke a pipe. I don't know if he did the spinach thing, but right. he did the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ever do that? Yeah. And um, he had a um, a kind of a nemesis. A baby that was a nemesis. <laughs> 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 he had a big beard. <laughs> yeah. No. And he used to be 
Yeah. I'm not saying he was a non. Interesting rule. But he used it. to, yeah, he used to invite kids. Do you want to come and look at my pet? Budgie or whatever. Right, yeah. Because yeah. everyone had a budgie in the 80s and working class houses. I don't know why. You would occasionally get a monkey. No way, not what we are. North East you would. I never yeah. knew of a monkey. You'd occasionally have monkeys. Always budgies. Right. Which is interesting because Hartlepool's a port town, right? Mm. So, so we would have been getting the same stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think, well, Ports was more of a naval port, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, if you get if you live right near a commercial port in the 80s, you're getting you pet get monkeys. You get all kinds of stuff. Monkeys, DVDs, uh, monkeys, VHSs. You're getting all kinds of stuff, aren't you, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a lucky dip. You either get a monkey or a VHS. <laughs> a VHS. Either way, it's going to be a great Saturday <laughs> night. Um, and and he used to be like that. And, and I remember all the parents being like, yeah, just don't just don't go near him. Mm. They won't yeah, call yeah, on the yeah. police no, or anything. No, no, no. They're just going to, yeah. Don't go near the guy. It's a Chris Rock. Walk it off. You know, I, it's I, like, yeah. Yeah, I told you not to go near him. I think yeah. the late 90s, early 2000s where it all kicked off. Mm. Anyway, look, people listening will be will be annoyed that we didn't go to a break. Right. So let's okay, go to let's a break now. Break. Right. And then when we come back, we'll do a bit more of this and then we'll probably yeah. just leave you alone. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Pompey are mourning the death of Brian Snowden. No, they're not. It's just an ankle injury. At the end, <laughs> age of 88. It's just an ankle injury, yeah. my Brian Snowden. Yeah, How are you spelling yeah. Brian there? Uh, just a normal way. Yeah. How are you spelling it? With a Y? No. Sickos. No, with an I. People who have with the Ys in Brian, sickos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one I find particularly difficult is... Um, Aoife. <laughs> well, that is tough. Aoife's yeah. a wild name. But is you get... Um, so, Marie is a tough one. M-A-R-I-E. Can be Mary, can be Mary, can, can be, be Marie. Marie. Yeah. And there's a, I, someone who lives near me who's got a Scottish spelling of that name, and it's pronounced Vari. <laughs> Vari. But can't they be like... I mean, Sarah could be Sarah and stuff. I don't know. So, no, Sarah's just no H, isn't it? I thought I think you'd have a Sarah that was a no H. Nah. Uh. 
Not, on sure? my, not on my watch. Is this going to be your garlic press thing? I'm going to die on this. Gonna... <laughs> die on this hill. No, but the garlic press, the jury's still out on that. It's not, the jury isn't still You're out. One angry bloke on Twitter kicked off. <laughs> but I mean, that's my life anyway. Yeah. I'm muted. Tell you, look at the mirror. <laughs> I muted him anyway. Yeah. I mute everyone who abuses me on Twitter. <laughs> but, but we haven't. Um, we should solve this by in the form of a Twitter poll. Mm. Do you peel the garlic before you put it in the garlic press? I say yes. You say no. Don't let's bother. Find out. Let's find Why out. Why bother? Um, Why waste your time? Let's finish off with this email from you're Lewis. Be mine. Let's finish this. T- Peter, what? We're going to finish this episode. Finish off. it off then. Okay. All right. I can't. Finish it off. I can't. I'll throw a chair at him. <laughs> And reveal a tip. Reveal a tip. Um, Hello at the Luke and Pete show, says Lewis. I was wincing through your recent episode, Vasectomy Flowers, and I just bit into a fried egg sandwich as Luke mentioned the word pus. Can happen. Mm. Be careful. I wouldn't wouldn't recommend you eat anything. On So on OTC, one of our sister podcasts about European football, they talk quite a lot about um, the type of food you have while watching a game or while listening to the show because it's a continental, very, very urbane podcast. This is not that podcast. Don't eat anything while you're uh, listening to this. Don't no, even you drink... you chalk because of the mirth. Don't even drink um, any non-diluted cordial. Um, and uh, Lewis says, all this now chat recently has got me thinking about a random pain I sometimes suffer but can't be bothered to get checked out. For as long as I can remember, the nail on my little finger on my left hand can really hurt when any sort of pressure is applied to the base of the nail. Mm. If I apply the same pressure at the very tip of my finger, there isn't any pain at all. Interestingly, the finger also hurts on really cold days. I often forget about it. And then when I one day randomly catch it on something, it is a stark and sharp reminder that the problem persists. Maybe against my better judgment, does anyone from the Luke and Pizza community have any idea what this is? Because frankly, I cannot be bothered to join the never-ending NHS waiting list what seems like a trivial issue. Um, I don't know what to tell the guy. Mm. I, sl- I trapped my finger in a door once and the nail came off and the nail was stuck in the door. <laughs> uh, and that's all I've got to offer on this. Yeah, like Wolverine. And I knocked my toenail off on the bike, remember I told you before. So. Mm. I don't know, but maybe someone who can, can let us know, help Lewis out. I mean, Lewis, you probably will get a better answer and a quicker answer in on the Luke and Pete show uh, community. Yeah, I mean, just uh, it just could be... Um, very sharp nail in, in let's ingrown. heading into like an ingrown nail that sounds like doesn't it it's one of those things where like the NHS says if you are having experiencing a mystery um, pain do do get it checked out always it's like, yeah but like you get it checked out I went for a blood test not long ago and like, I waited like a month for anyone to get back to me about the blood test right they say that my local care trust they say oh, we, we'll text you if there's a problem now I don't even get in touch yeah with I it. didn't know that I was I was at the I was at the um Doctors for something completely different with someone else, and I was like, "Sorry, I did a blood test about a month ago." Any, any, who's <laughs> the man? And then, and then they just got the um, uh, the lady at reception just going. It came back um, fine. Yeah, they don't tell I was you. Like, that doesn't feel doctory to me. I know what you mean? You know follow, what I mean? Follow through. I understand. I understand why they do it. I mean, like, why waste a doctor to sort of go? Yeah, you're fine. Um, but it, I, you just no, want, you want be, something official, don't you? It wouldn't be that. It would, surely it would just be an automated text message, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, why haven't they texted me? Yeah. They should have. Yeah, but I think they didn't. Well, where I am, they bloody they didn't. It's a, it's a bit, mm. uh, it's a bit of the kind of, it's a bit too frivolous, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit kind of like, oh, no news is good news. Yeah, so but how do I know you've missed it? How do I know you've missed what it? What now? You might have missed yeah, it. Exactly. I might have a massive bloodborne disease. Well, they talk about these secret waiting lists in the NHS this morning. I heard on Five Live talking about these secret NHS waiting lists. Don't show on the national statistics of the secret waiting lists. If you see them, don't go on a different list and just go on the main list and nobody sees the list. Oh, is that Rick saying that? That was Rick saying that. He's actually speaking exactly like that. Yeah, Rick. Yeah. He, he, I like when Rick, when something 
weird happens and you know for a fact Rick wants to say something yeah, because he can't. has to be a bigger boy he, he has to be a grown exactly. boy he can't and he's also <laughs> and I mean this with love and he's, he's been on this show Rick so you know, everyone knows that we mean it with love Slick Rick he, um, he's one of the most opinionated men I've ever met <laughs> And, he, and that's me saying it. Yeah. And he can't, um, he can't get stuck in, can he, on the old Five no. Live? He's got to be neutral. Yeah. Uh, if it were me on Five Live, they would never give me a gig. But if they did, my career on there would last about five minutes. I'd get <sighs> stuck into a Conservative MP and that'd be that. I don't think you would. Because you, 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 you you've got a job to do, haven't you? So nah, you, I'm, not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. All, All right. right. I'm not going to be supporting Taylor Swift on tour. I'm, I'm, there, I've said it. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Because I'll insist on doing Blink-192 covers. I'll, I'll, sh- <laughs> I'll, I'll um, Pete. I'll walk into the Wild West town like a sheriff. Yeah, and I'll just shoot everyone. Shoot everyone. Yeah, don't bang, care. Bang, bang. Um, speaking of um, the old um, Taylor Swift thing, right? Before we go, uh, I read. Uh, it's not really talking about Taylor Swift, but it's reminding me of it. I read an interesting interview with James Blunt in the Guardian, which I know is a depressing right. sentence to say. Mm. You know those kind of um, Guardian kind of deep dive interviews where the journalist will make it very clear like almost like transparently clear yeah that they've just gone to interview james Blunt in like a two michelin star restaurant mm. and they talk about all the food they've eaten mm. and you sometimes just think you're not helping yourself guardian are you no you're no, just no, not no, helping no, yourself no, yeah. you don't have to say that go on a, could, go, go on a roller coaster or just don't say different. where you're going right just interview yeah. him it's right. fine it could be a press junket no one knows the difference mm. and and james Blunt. i didn't actually know how good friends james Blunt and ed sheeran were did you know that? Uh, I could see that. They're both singing troubadours, aren't they? James Blunt is the godfather to Ed Sheeran's kids. Okay. That's right. how close friends they are. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting. And James Blunt always comes across as a, quite a funny bloke, doesn't he? Yeah. Music's boring. Go and get away from that. He was on Saturday Night Telly last week doing his song. Yeah. Was it bad? Was it? Fine, fine, yeah, fine for what Absolutely it is. Fine. Absolutely people, fine. People go over the top, don't they, about that stuff? They do. They get it's performative, isn't it? It is. Needless. Do you think it's performative? I think it yes, I do. Why? Yeah. So why you do it then? Is I'm that what not, you said? No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Um, why can't <laughs> yeah. we all just listen to the Mad Caddies and get along? Oh, damn right. Monkeys, the little monkeys. Good good band. Monkeys Great again. Band. Um, let's get out of here, Peter. That's enough for us, I think, for a Monday. Um, we will, of course, be back on Thursday. All right, um, then. Uh, and so do send your emails in. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. We'd love to hear from you on there. We'll do um, a, a couple of tweets, probably, Pete. Mm. A couple of tweets on yeah, X. A couple of tweets on X. Yeah. I might do another Instagram or something. Yeah. We're trying to do an episode from your car, but you won't let me. I will let you. But the listenership wants it. It cannot you... be resident on uh, my father-in-law's drive. That will be unwelcome. He won't know. It'd only be a half you hour. It'd be, it'd be at work, wouldn't it? <laughs> How old do you think my father-in-law is? No idea. Never thought right. about it. He's a retired electrician. He's been retired for like 20 years. Well, when he goes out for a round of golf, we'll do it <laughs> then. So how long is the... Is the He's to- a ballsman. How long is... The- oh, is he? Good, yeah. good for him. How long is the century going to be parked on the father-in-law's drive? Uh, next three days. And uh, in that time, I've got to do quite a lot of stuff to so it. So then we could have planned it already. I'm going to get Roy to plan it. Get Roy to plan it then. Well, we might have a new producer soon anyway. What's Rory done? Is he has he been caught? <laughs> he's been up. He's been up. He's, he's, he's done been his outed. time. He's been outed. Um, and so we'll get that organised so we can do it. I can do like you can take me on a tour around the car. We don't have to drive anywhere. We just have to look at it. All right then. We'll get half an hour out of that. Lovely. Twenty minutes. Sounds minimum. good. See you later. Bye.
The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.